Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Dead of Night podcast. My name is Inisha. And I'm Cassiopeia. And we're going to dive into murder and crime and disappearing people and kidnapping. I, I think that's it. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> it. Okay. I hope you enjoy. Thanks, everybody. I should say hi, right? Yeah. Hi, Cassie. What did you call me? I said, hi, Cassie. Uh Oh. That's your name. Um, So I went back to my five missing people from every state. I know I said that a few episodes ago. I was going to go through every state and find five missing people of color that have had absolutely little to no news coverage. So... I found, well, I did New York, so I decided to do New Jersey next, and I'm going to go probably down the East Coast and then come up through the the Midwest to the South, and I don't know how geography works, but we will cover every state. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Geography is interesting. I probably should, should figure more out about it. I found five missing people from New, New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, that have had a little to no news coverage. I actually haven't seen these people at all in the news, but I also live far, far away, so that could also be why. But um, so we're gonna start with. I'm probably gonna butcher her name. I'm just putting that out there because it's kind of hard to pronounce for me. Um. Her name is Tyresha Hawkins. And she was 26 years old when she went missing on February 1st, either the 1st or the 12th of 2019. Um, according to blackandmissing.com, it was the 1st of February, but the Charlie Project says the 12th of February. So I'm not quite sure which one. Um, she went missing from Flemington, New Jersey. She was last seen wearing a white shirt, black jeans, and sneakers. Um, She would be 27 now. She's African-American. She has black hair, black eyes. Um, She has a tattoo of a large flower design on her lower back and the name Dennis on her breast. Her ears are pierced and her nicknames are Risha and T. Um, Any information? on that, on her, I should say. Uh, You can contact the Grovetown, which, okay, so this is what bothered me because it says the Grovetown, Georgia Department of Safety, but she went missing from New Jersey. And I could not find why they were taking over that. So maybe her case got given to them, but I don't know either. Because maybe, maybe her, maybe her family's from Georgia. Maybe I didn't really consider that. I was like, why? Like, why? That's really they're far. They're far away yeah, from yeah. Because I was like trying to imagine it on the map, and like Jersey's here, and then like Connecticut's right here, and then yeah. West, Georgia's like Georgia's really like right south. above Florida. Yeah. It's yeah. Like really so I was like, why? So I, I was trying to find some kind of connection, but I didn't really think about hey. 
Haley. She's from there. I didn't say. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> she has, maybe all her family's there. Maybe they just have more resources down there. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> maybe she was just visiting up in New Jersey. Maybe. And... You know what? Okay. <laughs> so you can um, contact them. And that any information, please contact the Grovetown, Georgia Department of Public Safety. That number is area code 706-863-1212. You can also submit a tip at uh, www.blackandmissinginc.com. That will definitely be in the show notes as well. Like I usually always put them in there. Um, that is it. That is all the information I could find on her. That's it? Just when she went missing, what she was wearing and tattoos and piercings and... Yeah, there was no news coverage whatsoever about her. I looked, I looked to see, like I searched her name. I found other outlets that like, like Pinterest. Pinterest has this whole like missing people section, which I had no idea. But I looked on there. Yeah, so I looked on there and she was on there, but it was all the same information. Same thing with uh, blackandmissinginc.com and the Charlie Project, same information. Um, and then there's a Facebook page dedicated to her as well. And it's just all the same information. I have no so idea. New Jersey didn't have anything on her. So they gave it to Georgia and Georgia's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's good information. We'll just keep that out there and not add any more information. I mean, or they couldn't find any more information. I mean, they could have asked her parents or her family or... Like, when was the last time you saw your daughter? Why was she up in Jersey? Or asking friends up in Jersey, like, why was she here? Like, what was she doing? And people are stupid. People are. I mean, I hope that she is found. I mean, she went missing last year, so it's still pretty recent. Um, You know, but like I've said before, a lot of people think that people of color are just runaways or oh, they just went away for a while they'll be back you know when all actuality is most likely something terrible has happened to them okay are you ready for the next person yes okay so her name is felicia carmichael and she went missing from okay i'm gonna pronounce this but it's probably wrong palmyra new jersey on may 25th 2014 um she has relatives in the Camden and Cherry Hill, New Jersey area, and she has been known to frequent Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Philadelphia's areas as well. Um, she uses public transportation to get around. And this I found very interesting. In February 2015, the police got a tip from one of Felicia's friends that she was living in the Philadelphia area, but they never investigated it. So the tip was never confirmed. So nobody knows if she is there or where she's at. Um, which I, I mean, I, I found it interesting, but I also found it like, you know, if somebody's missing, why wouldn't you check every lead? Or at least call Philadelphia Police Department, hey, we got this lead, can you check it out for us? Like, I'm sure they would, I don't see that they would Yeah. So that is pretty much all I have on her as well. Um, 
Felicia is a graduate of Palmyra High School. She was a cheerleader. She was in the March Band. She played field hockey and was on the track team. So she was very involved. Um, she is that diabetic and she is insulin dependent. So she needs it. Um, her disappearance still remains unsolved. Um, I don't. I don't think I wrote a description of what she. I did not. What was her name? Um, Felicia Carmichael. Oh, we're still on her. Okay. We are. I'm just saying, I don't think I wrote a description on it. I didn't. I didn't write a description. How old was she? Because um, she was born in 1990. Hold on. I'm really bad. This is bad. Usually I'm not this bad. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Okay, I said all that. Um, I need or I need you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Felicia is diabetic and needs insulin. On February 2015, friends have advised that she does reside somewhere in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So they're still looking for her, but her friends are saying she's somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um Six foot? She's tall. Okay. Um, she's 20. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, she's black, female, uh, six, I want to say six foot. It says 60.0. Does that mean she's six feet? Yeah. Okay. And 130 pounds. Um, Dang, she's skinny. Really have, they don't, I know, right? She is really skinny. They don't really have a uh, like what she was wearing. Um, Her lip is pierced. She has black hair and brown eyes. So she might still be alive, especially if like her friends are telling, friends are advised she's somewhere, somewhere in Philadelphia. I mean, maybe Felicia, if you listen to this, maybe get in contact with your family so people know. Wait, did you say 60.0? I did. She's five feet. Is that what that means? Yeah, because I'm 60.6. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it says she was reported missing on July 30th, 2014, but her family hadn't seen her since May 25th, 2014. So they waited two months to report her missing. That's crazy to me. Like I understand, maybe, you know, she's she's grown, but I would hope that if I went missing and, or not if I went missing, but if I just stopped communicating with people, uh-huh. that they would wait two months to report me missing. Yeah. You know, cause it's, you know, it's common for me not to talk to you every day. Like we don't talk every day, you know, but, you know, which is fine. We're still we're still friends, but everybody doesn't talk every day. Like I don't talk to my other friends every day. The only person I talk to every day is my dad and, and my boyfriend because I live here. Right. <laughs> but I mean, if I didn't live here with my dad, I wouldn't talk to him every day. We talk like once a week. So I mean, it's normal. But two months—that's crazy to me. Um. But yeah. 
So that's pretty much all on her. Oh, and she might also might be going by the name Felicia Vasquez. So maybe she's going under a different last name, or maybe she is going under a different person last name. Maybe that's harder for people to find her. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty crazy story. Not too crazy because I don't know a lot of information. Um, <laughs> but uh, if anyone has any information, please contact the Palmyra Police Department Detective Bureau, and that number is 856-829-0198. Um, Okay. All right. You ready for the next person? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did a good job on her, so I shouldn't have to look at them again. Okay. So Evelyn Fox was 33 years old when she went missing on December 28, 1984. She was last seen by her family, but she has never been seen or heard from again after that. Doesn't say when she was last seen by them then. So I'm not quite sure, but there's not really a lot of details in her case that are available. Evelyn was originally from Virginia and she moved to New Jersey um, when she was a kid. Um, She's African-American, black hair, brown eyes. Evelyn has a right lazy eye and spots on her arms and legs from a rash. She also wears eyeglasses. She was 5'2", 120 pounds, and if she was alive today, she would be 68 years old. Wow. So, yeah, she she was young when she went missing. Um, and that's it. Um, I did hear, I did read in an article that they did a Crime Watch about her, that show Crime Watch Daily. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. Um, it comes on, like, uh, the local channels. Like, I don't, um, I, didn't, I didn't have cable for a while. What? I said, I don't have any local channels. Okay. Well, I, I didn't have that for a while, so I used to watch it a lot. Oh. <laughs> um, but I did hear she was up there. They just talked about people that have been missing for a while, um, you know, people that have been murdered, stuff like that. Stuff we talk about. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, she went missing from East Orange, New Jersey. I forgot to say that. Um, <laughs> which is actually where my one of my really good friends is from so that's pretty cool um so if anyone has any information please contact the east orange new or the east orange police department and that number is 973-266-5000 all right you ready for the next person yeah (laughs) Sierra thomas was last seen in the 800 block of north maryland ave in the Atlantic City, New Jersey neighborhood on November 21st, 2002. Her sister drove her to visit the father of one of her daughters. And Sierra said she would call when she wanted to be picked up. Her sister actually waited in the car for for an hour and then went to a nearby store to pay some bills. And Sierra never called and was never heard from again. Her baby's father was actually the last person to see her um they don't really say anything as far as like if he was questioned what he said anything like that so i have no clue 
Um, she worked at Caesars Resort when she disappeared and is the mother of two girls. They were four and two when she went missing. So they are pretty much grown up now. They're not grown grown, but they're a lot older. Yeah. She was 19 years old when she went missing and she would be 37 now. Oh, wow. She was last seen wearing a waist length black guest coat, dark blue or black, oh my God. A dark blue or black shirt, light blue sweatpants with writing on the bottom of her right leg and the number 33 on her left side. Multicolored scarf. She was she was very dressed up. <laughs> um, she has black hair and brown eyes. She's between five feet and five feet two, and she weighs between 140 and 160 pounds. Um, if you have any information, please contact the Atlantic City Police Department, and that number is 609-347-5766. And then I have one more person, and then I actually have a, another person from another state that I could not find any people missing from, but it's just one person. So I was like, well, I'll just put her on this episode too. Okay. Anyway. So the last person, his name is Robert Lee Wilson. Sorry, Robert Lee Wilson Sr. He went missing on November 23rd, 2007 from Woodstown, New Jersey. He was last heard from at 5.30 a.m. that day. Um, and he was last seen at 10 a.m. the previous day. He was last seen wearing a blue t-shirt, uh, pants, blue pants, and a beige denim jacket. He has black hair and brown eyes. Robert had a gray and black beard at the time of his disappearance. And he would be 69 years old now. If anyone has any information, please contact the New Jersey State Police Woodstown Station, and that number is 856-769-0775. Okay, so I was, my actually my next state was supposed to be Rhode Island. That was always my plan, but I could only find, sticking on my arm, sorry. I could only find um, one person on the Charlie Project dot uh, work that was missing. Um, I'm sure if I do some more research, I could find some more people. Um, so I'll probably do that. But uh, I just wanted to share her story really quick, and then um, I can save those other people for another day. Um, so this lady's name, this woman's name, I should say, is Audrey Lynn Harris, and she was last seen on February 9th, two thousand and three walking on Arnold Street in Woonsocket Road, Island. She had spoken to her mother on the telephone that same day and told her she was coming to visit her, but she never arrived. And she was never, she was never seen or heard from again after that. Um, Audrey's loved ones say it is uncharacteristic of her to leave without warning. She had left three children behind when she vanished. Um, so this one is kind of a, it was solved, but not all the way. Um, in 2004, a man named Jeffrey S. Ma I'm gonna probably butcher this last name. Mailhot, Mailhot, something like that. A machine operator in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, was charged with Audrey's murder after he confessed to the police. 
while he was in custody for two unrelated assaults. He was also charged with killing Christine Dumont and Stacy Goulet, who was pregnant at the time. Uh, parts of Stacy's remains were found in a landfill in Johnson, Rhode Island on, sorry, in July 2004. Audrey and Christine are still missing. Um, so we know she's been deceased, but they don't know where her body is. Um, Audrey, Stacy, and Christine all have a history of drug abuse and prostitution and have all ha and all have associated with criminals. Police describe their lifestyles as high risk. You know, anybody doing being you know in prostitution and stuff like that definitely is in a high risk lifestyle. Um, investigators theorize that all of these women went to Nahat's apartment and were killed shortly after. They searched his home and the bathtub in his apartment was stained with blood. And authorities determined that blood came from all three of those victims, Stacey, Audrey, and Christine. Um, Melhot pleaded guilty to all three murders in February 2006. He admitted he strangled the women, dismembered their bodies, and put them in dumpsters. So at this point, you strangle them, you dismember them, and put their bodies in dumpsters. No one's ever going to find them. Like, their bodies are dismembered, and they're just thrown in the trash like they were nothing, right? So you're never going to find them now, which really sucks, because, you know, it, like, they know, like, their families know now what happened to them, but, like, they want to bring them home, they want to give them a proper burial, but they can't do that. Have they not, like done a search of the dump? Um, I don't know. It didn't say anything, but I know they found some of Stacy's body parts in a landfill in Johnson, New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey. Johnson, Rhode Island. <laughs> um, but that's it. I mean, because if you, if you throw them in the trash, the trash is being picked up. That trash can go anywhere. So there's really no way to, to tell where it went. Um, he had no criminal record, which I thought was really, really interesting. You have no criminal record and you just kill three women. And then he was in jail. He was in jail for assaulting her two other assaults as well when he confessed. So I don't know what happened to this man. Something happened to him. Something triggered him somehow. And he went crazy. I don't know, but no criminal record whatsoever. And then all of a sudden you start killing and assaulting people like something had to happen. Um, he expressed remorse for his actions and he will have to serve over 40 years in prison before becoming eligible for parole. So I think that's awesome. Um, I also think that he should have not been eligible for parole. He should have been in their life in prison with no possibility of parole. But that is just my opinion. Yeah. Um, Audrey still remains missing. So she's still on the Charlie Project and Black and Missing Inc. because her body has not been recovered. So it'll stay on there until her body's recovered. Um, I did read that her mother held a memorial service for her in, Nove in November of 2004. Um, but the ultimate closure would be to bring her home, right? Like just to give her, you know, a proper burial and, 
you know, it, that to me is, I don't know, I, I feel like when people do that, when they kill people and just dismember them and throw them away, they don't care. And it says that he showed remorse, but like, you show remorse for one killing and then you start killing more people. Like, it's just weird to me. Does it say if he had like any mental issues? Like, it did not. I looked because I thought maybe something happened. Maybe he was like diagnosed with something and he, you know, I feel like it's just a case of he snapped or something serious happened in his life and he felt like he needed to, to do that. You know, I don't know though. I didn't find anything about that though. I looked, but I could not find anything. Hmm. Um, I mean, I could look and again and maybe like give you an update <laughs> or give people that listen to these episodes an update in the future at some point. I don't know when, but at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all I have. That's it for me. I have nothing else. I have no more wisdom to share with you guys. Are we just staring at each other now? Did you want to say I'm, something? I'm, <laughs> I... I'm just I'm shocked by humans like that's not even a human thing to do that's an alien thing to do I don't even think it's an alien thing to do it's It's just a monstrous thing to do yeah yes those are very that's a very good word do you know so I saw this quote and I thought that it was the best quote that I had ever seen before. Let me see if I can find it because this is exactly like what that means. Let me see if I can find it. I know that I saved it. Okay. Oh, The Truth About Monsters and it's by Nikita Gill. The truth is this, every monster you have met or will ever meet was once a human being with a soul that was as soft and light as silk. Someone stole that silk from their soul, turned them into this. So when you see a monster next, always remember this. Do not fear the thing before you, fear the thing that created it instead. Mm. That's, That's what that reminds me of craziness it is crazy it's just it's a crazy world I mean I don't know I do this I like to do this show because it's show podcast <laughs> because it's a show know, it's a show I guess yeah um I don't know I feel like it's a good thing to bring awareness to people that you know don't really have that voice anymore or even like their families tried to have that voice but didn't get it because nobody really cared like that. So, you know, even if I find these people and there's really no kind of, hey, this is it. This is what they look like. This is when they went missing. That's all I have. It's still something. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it'll bring up some, I don't know. I don't know what it'll bring up, but maybe it'll do something. I don't know. All right, Cassie. I'm going to tell them where they can find us. You can find us on, you can email us at 
the dead of night pod at gmail and you can find us on instagram at the dead of night podcast and i'm not sure if we have a facebook yet i think that no okay um i just i haven't had the time but i will put it on my list of things to do and if i write it down and i see it every day maybe it'll jog keep jogging my memory i mean i can always make it too i don't do anything so (laughs) yeah i feel like we i feel like facebook's really big right now and that if we were to put a facebook out it would generate a lot more people to listen because I get a lot of questions, like, how can we find you? And then I have to explain it. <laughs> and I feel like the more I explain it, the less people are going to go listen. Like, oh, yeah, go here and you'll find us. And then they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. So Nicole would actually have, like, a link to the podcast so people could listen. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and make the Facebook. It'll be the Dead of Night podcast on Facebook. When, when is that going to happen? I'll probably do it today. I'm not doing anything. Okay, cool. Well, I was just for people that were listening. Yeah. And we'll do, we'll do like a... I'll put, I'll put a link up on our Instagram. Or... Right. Sounds good. Something. I'll do something to let you know. That's on Facebook. Sounds good. All right. Well... I hope that you guys are having the best pandemic life you can have. Yeah, stay safe and wear your masks and use lots of hand sanitizer and have lots of hand wipes available. I mean, if you need to, just bathe in the hand sanitizer. It's fine. Because people are gross. So you want to make sure you're prepared. I've got a lot of hand sanitizer around the house and in my car. Yeah, I have one in my purse at all times, and I have like three or four different masks that I leave in my car and my purse. And always, always be prepared. Oh man! All right, well, everyone, have a great day. Be safe. Love life. Don't let this pandemic get you down. Bye. Bye. Thank you.